Daily Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Daily Double Dungeon for Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. Woo! <laughs> I totally remembered that it was a new year. It's a new year. Yeah, ish. Yeah. <laughs> Adi? Yes. I think Rance we should. Rafe? I think. That's not what you're supposed to do. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you hadn't I, said your name. It's, oh, I'm Rafi. You're Adi. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Adi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adi? Not that we have new listeners. Uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that we should uh, do this segment just to remind people that it's a thing. So I don't have anything this week. You don't? Um, yeah. Miguel reminded me that he said to try balut. Do you know what balut is? No. no. It's one. a fermented duck egg with the baby inside still. Uh, so uh, we're going to try that, I guess, at some point. Has he tried that? No, but he's... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe he has. Uh, anyway, he recommended that. Uh, uh, you reminded me of something the other day. You know what I, I want to try? Maybe I'll go to the dollar store and see if they have it. I want to try the thing that sticks on the back of your phone. What's up I, with that? Why no, do people I have, have that? one of those from a conference? You can just use mine. Oh, there we go. Maybe we'll do that next episode because <laughs> I've never. What? What? Why do people? I, I don't I've, know. We'll find I've out. Never we'll find out. Either. Yeah, we'll yeah. find out. Um, it makes it stable. I don't know what that I means. Don't know what yeah. Um, so if you have a suggestion, please write us double dungeon at hotmail dot com, or you can call in. I guess, uh, but probably easier just to email. Uh, so let's do that. Please give us some stuff. It doesn't have to be food again. Um, Adi. Yes. I have our phrase of the day. phrase of the day everybody just have a good time <laughs> what's that from today is the 10 year anniversary of the release of party oh. rock anthem by lmfao oh my gosh and you know as much as i didn't like that song when it came out i think what? it's i've come around and i think i love it and i think i just want it all the time in fact i want it right now wait So anyway, 10 years ago today, Party Rock Anthem, LMFAO. Woo! Wow. Genius. 10 years. 10 years. It's been 10 years. Oh my gosh. 10 years. So, and I think that this 10 year anniversary, more than ever, I don't know if it's just COVID or what, hearing Party Rock Anthem has me really nostalgic for any kind of partying at all. Absolutely. Period. So I think it's a song that as soon as everybody gets, you know, all set and we can get out of our houses finally, I think that America should just come yeah. together. LMFAO, please release it as a free single and we'll all play it at once. I think they should stream it on every radio station at the same time. Yeah. And we'll all just walk outside blasting from our boomboxes, wow. party rock anthem. Oh my gosh, I, I love this idea. This is a solution. Also, how can you claim to not have liked it? I don't know. Did, did I like it? I don't remember. 
You've known me long I enough. Think, I mean, I just thought everybody... I think I was kind of indifferent. Kind I don't of know. like, yeah. I mean, it, maybe you didn't because you watched a video and the video's a little annoying. I don't know. Maybe, no, I kind of like the video. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, I think I've come around to embrace that it's just totally over the... It's it's everything that I think the Black Eyed Peas wanted to be in terms oh. of fun. But they just try too hard. Whereas LMFAO is like, they're not trying... I mean, they, they were trying hard, but it was they they made it yeah, seem easy. It, yeah, it was like the right kind of. It was over the right the kind of over the top. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was still um, sincere. So anyway, go go listen to this song and yeah, decide. Well. You know, maybe we should have sometime this summer if everybody gets out. Hopefully, we can just all relax in the park and blast party rock anthem together <laughs> and shuffle. <laughs> That's amazing, Adi. It's too focused on this. <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> New York Post article today titled Death of NYC's Most Beloved Restaurants Puts Landlords in Danger. Somehow, New York Post, which is the conservative rag in New York, uh, managed to twist the closure yeah. of all of these small businesses into a sob story for landlords. Yeah, that's that's talent right there because, <laughs> I don't know, even I'm surprised. Yeah. So here's, I'm going to just read some quotes from the article. Many of the couple of thousand eatery closures to date, as estimated by New York City Hospitality Alliance, were small neighborhood spots less iconic than the media accounts claimed. But industry insiders fear that the coronavirus pandemic might soon drag down bigger fish and a lot of them. The potential loss of so much ground floor space could be the last straw for landlords already reeling from the wider retail collapse and from some lenders' reluctance to renegotiate terms amid COVID-19 restrictions. Can you imagine? These lenders are having issues paying their bills on their building because of COVID-19, and they're very angry that their lenders are refusing to negotiate with them. Yeah. This reminds me exactly of how every business is saying their landlords are refusing to negotiate with <laughs> yeah, them absolutely. due to COVID-19. So uh, I just can't, this, this article is just amazing. Here, I'm going to read, read more. The landlord, who did not want to be named because, quote, everybody will hate me, said, it's bad enough that they're not paying. Oh, it's bad enough that they're not paying me, even after I offered them deals. It's worse when they turn out the lights. There aren't enough nail salons on earth to fill them all. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't give your name. <laughs> that was smart. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's all sad, and and, and that's also just that's really yeah, what are you even saying? Don't don't just don't comment. Yeah, just t- talk about the restaurant closures. That's people losing their their jobs, business, yeah. livelihoods, entire lives. The landlords, yeah. I'm less, much less packing whole families. Yeah, much less ca- caring about. <laughs> Adi, they're rapidly developing a new COVID test, which is going to prove to be way more accurate than the PCR. Okay. Because I don't know if you heard, but the world WHO came out saying that the PCR testing is not accurate enough. The new test, which I have already signed you up for uh, every day next week, (laughs) is... We have not. They found that the the nose, the the virus doesn't actually live that long in the nose. So they're trying to find a place that the virus can live for a longer time. And they found that. The 
chosen spot that they need to test now is your anus. They need to start swabbing buttholes because <laughs> they said this that this is not a practice in this country. This was in China. That's where they're developing it. They're gonna they're gonna bring it here. They're they're just pushing the limit. I, they're I don't pushing know. the limits of what we're gonna take. <laughs> this is I, I my prediction. If they have to start swabbing people's butts. Uh, That's I, not gonna the COVID here. people are going to take the masks extra serious. Nobody's going to leave their house <laughs> just so that they don't have to get the test. This is the solution to this <laughs> this pandemic. I, I, okay. Adi. <laughs> yes. Adi, Adi, I'm excited. I'm excited because we're like a week into the Biden presidency. Oh yeah. We passed inauguration. Oh. That means we can talk about politics again. So as I said, uh, Joe Biden has been president for six days now, right? Yeah, I don't know. Every problem is yes. solved in the country. It's amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he's already walking back the two thousand dollar checks. We talked. We touched on it last episode. Right. He's already walking back the two thousand dollar checks. So he went from promoting the two thousand dollar checks, even after they had already given out the six hundred dollars. He was saying two thousand dollars. To, then he said, okay, now we're going to give out $1,400 because you already got that 600 so we're going to push for $1,400 checks. And then today, he said, oh, I'm open to negotiate with the Republicans on those $1,400 checks. So uh, that amount might, you know, we might have to make that go down a little bit to get the Republicans on board So here. you're not going to be able to survive. Sorry. Yeah. And also, that's what he ran on, $2,000 checks. That was yeah. like the main thing, that the Republicans were being stingy and we need these Democrats in office in order to get you the money you need. And now he's saying, mm, you know what? We got those re- Democrats in office, but we still need to, let's just get the Republicans involved here for no good reason. Even no though good you, reason. They wouldn't do the same. They would definitely not. Um, and so I'm predicting if they keep this up, they are going to, it's going to be a bloodbath in the midterms, just like it was last time the Democrats held Senate and the president, uh, sorry, Congress and the presidency. Uh, they just got absolutely demolished in the midterms. And it's because people see that they're trying to negotiate on things. They start out, already negotiating rather than saying okay here's what we're doing two thousand dollars yeah take it or leave it and then you negotiate down from there you don't start by saying oh you know we're going to come down on this fourteen hundred dollars what do you guys want because they're going to push it even further yeah that's, that's how not... it works so big I feel dummies like that's i don't know like a one-on-one course yeah, on I, something they're they're setting themselves <laughs> up this is the exact same thing Who starts that low? is going to lead to Another person like Trump getting in is people saying, well, I'm sick of all these politicians that don't ever get anything done. Yeah, not coming through for Yeah, you. we need we need a crazy <laughs> person who doesn't know anything about politics. Clean up the swamp. Yeah, clean up the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so the House and Senate Democrats today introduced a new bill for $15 an hour minimum wage. Very exciting. They've been pushing for this since 2012. $15 an hour. 2012 being eight years ago. Yeah. $15 minimum wage. Uh, only problem is that they want to institute it by the year 25. 25? 2025. <laughs> 2025? <laughs> yeah. So that's so four years away. So 15 an hour. Yeah, 15 an hour. So who knows what that'll be equivalent to then. So yeah, adjusting for inflation, it's like $15 in 2012 is going to be what, $20 in 2025, probably? Something like that. So they need to, again, they you need, you aim high, 
And then you just keep pushing for that. And then you negotiate down from there. Don't stop. That's not. It's terrible. I mean, it's absolutely. So next time, Bernie Sanders, I'm calling it now. Bernie Sanders today needs to come out and say $1,000 an hour minimum wage. Because by the time they get it passed, $1,000 an hour will be a livable wage. So. Oh, my gosh. That's, think, that's depressing. Genius. I'm, I should be the politi- policy advisor. <laughs> Daily Double. So um, Trump, <laughs> who for some reason, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but every news story or every news channel, I should say, including NPR, somehow is like trying to f- still figure out how to talk about Trump every day. You've mentioned that. Yeah. It's hilarious because they know that drives ratings. And there's the stuff that Biden's doing is not anything i mean it's it's newsworthy i guess because he's doing it but it's not like over the top they're used to the constant drama and so biden coming out and signing the the transgender people in the military thing just doesn't you know it doesn't hit Mm. the same way donald trump tossing a paper towel like it's a basketball shot it does it just doesn't hit the same way so they're desperate they're desperate so they're still covering trump to the maximum whenever he does anything um and he established yesterday the office of the former president (laughs) which is not a thing he invented this what does that mean i don't know but here's the weirdest thing the media every news story i saw said that donald trump officially established the office of the former president and my question is what do they mean by the official in this There, there is no office of the former president he just made this up so it's is it his official trump brand office of the president is that, that what they're implying that can be the only thing they mean yeah but the way that they phrase it yeah. makes it, it is actually giving more status to this thing absolutely than it deserves oh that's frightening so honestly the only, the only thing i like about it is that by him having an office of the former president it is uh hopefully shutting up some of these people with their crazy conspiracy theories about donald trump still being president oh yeah that's yeah. true so we'll see so see what happens with that i, I still think so it's virtual office no it's an actual office he has aids and it's going to be handling all of his uh correspondence and stuff so about what i don't don't know you know what i'm excited about i want to see where his library goes i forgot about that do you think think donald trump's presidential library i bet donald trump's presidential library has a dark ride like you know uh it's a small world where you like sit in a thing and get taken around (laughs) i bet that's how it is um andrew yang I heard him on Brian Lehrer earlier, but he is still botching his mayoral run here. Uh, He announced yesterday via Twitter that he had to stop being a Knicks fan when they traded Jeremy Lin. (laughs) So for people who don't know, Jeremy Lin was Lin, what did did they call it? Lin Lin Sanity. Sanity. That's what it was. For some reason, he was just playing amazing basketball for a stretch of all of what? Six months? Fidge, yesterday for his birthday, just got a watercolor made by our friend Matt. Uh-huh. And it's of Jeremy Lin. Yes. And it <laughs> says Lin Sanity on it. Okay. So people were swept up. He was playing just out of his head. It was amazing. In- incredible. It was awesome. Yeah. And, but he never, so they traded him away. They failed to match, uh, I believe it was Houston Rockets is where yeah. he got traded to. They failed to match their offer. And so Andrew Yang just had to stop watching the Knicks. And everybody's like, that's not how sport teams work you don't no. follow just one person you follow the if team you're running for mayor of new york city yeah don't you don't that. admit yeah. to that yeah yeah um 
and yeah, he <laughs> went. So honest. It's so weird. Jeremy Lin is so weird because he went on to be just kind of middling from, and I think he's in China now. I don't think he's. I'm even pretty in the sure. NBA, yeah, so. but it doesn't so take weird. away from that like two weeks or whatever it was that yeah they were oh, excited. And the other thing is, uh, so they traded away Jeremy Lin rather than paying like an insane amount of money to keep who what essentially was a role player, uh, and then they went on to the playoffs the following year. So it was the right decision. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe they, you're right. Maybe they would have won the playoffs. Maybe they would have won yeah, it I all. I mean, like, what have the Knicks really accomplished? Nothing. Knicks. Boo. That's sad. Adi. Yes? Oh, wait. No, we have one more topic. Okay. Here, I'm going to play your favorite. Daily Double. Yay. Uh, today, Mitch McConnell is warning Democrats that he will employ scorched earth tactics if the Democrats move <laughs> to eliminate the filibuster. Whatever. So even though the Democrats technically have control of the Senate, it's a 50-50 yeah. split and they have the, the deciding vote. Right. They immediately got to work negotiating with the Republicans to make sure that a power sharing agreement existed so right. that Republicans wouldn't feel put off by the fact that they didn't control the Senate. Which, I... if you remember anything about the last four years, the Senate has been a peaceful, unity-filled <laughs> chamber <laughs> where lots of you know bipartisan laws were That's getting passed you so get people who are like they're exactly the same so and why so, do you support either party so mcconnell is saying he will filibuster any attempt to remove the filibuster <laughs> and the the whole point is why don't give in you don't negotiate with terrorists because no matter what you do he's going to be just a thorn in your side just don't give him anything what's he gonna, what's the worst he's going to do i don't know nothing i don't know i mean he can just be a jerk that's that's all he can be so he's got a lot of experience with that they're, they're also working. One interesting thing is that they're thinking about not eliminating the filibuster, but rather than, uh, well, the first thing they want to do is rather than allow people to filibuster without even showing up, they want to get rid of that so that you have to be there on the floor talking and actually filibustering. Okay. So that's move number one. Move number two is they're thinking about changing it Wait. so that the override on the filibuster, mm -hmm. so it needs 60 votes instead of just 50 to override the filibuster. What they're thinking about doing is making it so that instead of you need 60 yes votes to override the filibuster, you would need 40 no votes to keep the filibuster going on a law, which what that would yeah. do is because what happens now is uh, Republicans say that a bill came up that is very popular with the American people, but Republicans don't like it. A lot of Republicans would abstain rather than voting no, mm -hmm. but that would just that's a, effectively a no vote. Yeah. So instead, they would have to go on the record as no against this thing That's that is very drastically popular. So we'll see what they end up with. Uh, and overall, I, I don't really just don't do it. Don't give them anything. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Again, why start negotiating before you've even done anything? Yeah. So, honey, let's move yes. on to the last segment. <laughs> what are you sad about? <laughs> because it's almost over. No, it's not. We got like 10 more minutes, I think. <laughs> Eight more minutes. Whoa. Adi. Yes. We have some calls and emails. If people want to give us a call, as always, our phone number is... Actually, I don't know why we said it. we have calls. We don't have any calls. We don't? Yeah, give us oh. a call. Um, we did get an email, though. So here is our email from Mike. Hey, Double Dungeon. Could you please let me know your thoughts as to the lamestream media totally ignoring any outrage surrounding the inauguration of Donald Trump 
as president for what? a second term while wearing Joe Biden's face. Oh, man. Fox, CNN, MSNBC, nothing. I would like to th- I, I would like to think that this would be a pretty big story, yet nothing is being said about it. I wonder if Jack Dorsey had anything to do with it. Also, and here's a question for you. Do you think, what do you think of Ray McGuire for mayor of New York City? Oh, get over it. <laughs> I don't know who Ray, Ray, who's Ray McGuire. I don't know who that is. He's a businessman. Oh, okay. Well, he has a ton of money and a lot of it's not from people in New York. That's for sure. I can tell you that uh, the media did not cover Donald Trump being inaugurated wearing Ray Joe McGuire Biden's face. Mayor. Who is this? Who's asking about Ray McGuire for mayor? No, that's a totally valid question. I'm sorry. I just, and the, I, my, my reaction is not to the person asking. It's more just the thought of Ray McGuire for mayor. I can tell you that Donald Trump did not get inaugurated <sighs> while wearing Joe Biden's face. Okay. Um, and that is because he is in Florida at the moment, uh, masterminding the operations behind taking back America. Uh, the military is currently deployed in D.C., holding every politician that you know and love hostage, basically. What? Uh, and Donald Trump is going to swoop in on March 4th and be inaugurated president then, which is the original inauguration day. Uh, and this is all for show, just to keep the American people from revolting while Donald Trump drains a swamp after no longer being president. But, <laughs> although he's secretly still president. Chooses now to drain the swamp. Yeah, you know, it's a process. Uh-huh. You gotta you gotta trust the plan, Adi. Okay, so what's what's Donald gonna be doing all of February? He's you know plotting, scheming. I see. I see. Running things from uh, the the what did what did they call Mar-a-Lago, the White House of the South or something? I don't know what they used to call it. <laughs> something. <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah. So there you go, Mike. Uh, Face off. They didn't cover it because it didn't happen. That's ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. Donald <laughs> Trump will swoop in on the fourth and uh, oh, man. be president again what somehow. Happening. I'm not even sure how that works, but allegedly. Daily double. Adi, I have seen a lot of new posters in our neighborhood for a new moving company. Uh, they say that they can help with uh, intercity, mo- or sorry, with moving around the city. They say that they have a team of, of very reliable movers. They've got a lot of trucks. Um, they have picked a very unfortunate name, though. So here in New York, there are a lot of Hispanics who their last name is Colon. And the name of this company is <laughs> Colon Cargo. <laughs> so, so if you need help moving your colon cargo. <laughs> Do they have the accent? or No, no, no accent. Oh. It's just colon. Oh, no. <laughs> So, uh, CC moving. Yeah, I, we, oh. should, we should. Uh, maybe they can sponsor the show. I could write a good jingle for Colon yeah, Cargo. Yeah, not Colon. Yeah, I would definitely not say Colon. I, I, would say, I don't. <laughs> believe that's what it is. <laughs> so I had to go get blood drawn the other day, and while I was in there, the lady was talking, and well, number one, I overheard everybody was having the same issue I was, where their doctors didn't tell them anything about getting the the tests done. Right. Or give them the correct information. Anyway, but the lady's taking my blood. She took four full vials. Um, I was about to pass out because she took all my blood. Probably to feed vampires. Um, But before I left, I saw that they had stickers. And I got you a sticker. And it says, it's a little bashful mouse, which I believe is actually (laughs) stolen from like a Warner Brothers cartoon. A little bashful mouse. Uh, And it says, no more, no tears today. No tears today. And so I'm going to buy a roll of those stickers and at the end of every day, you can have one sticker if you make it through the day without crying. Oh, wow. I'm 
I was at the uh, vegetable stand the other day and I was coming out and there was a homeless guy. I could tell from behind he was homeless because uh, his pants were falling off and they were filthy gray sweatpants and he had a filthy blue jacket on. And I saw him yesterday and he was actually wearing the exact same outfit. So this that's what that guy wears. Uh, and he looked completely out of it and was kind of stumbling, oh. barely standing upright. And so I kind of walked into the street to get around him. But as soon as I started to pass him, no, before I did, started to pass him, I saw something fall out of his pocket. And I was like looking at it and the guy completely didn't notice because he was high oh. on whatever. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's a dollar. It's all wadded up. And so I'm walking around trying to get by the guy. And he immediately like, like jumped, lunged at me. And he was like, do you have a dollar? Can I have a dollar? And I was like, I don't have a dollar. And you just dropped a dollar on the street right there. Yeah. And the guy was like, like a vampire. And he turned around and immediately like went and like ran over and grabbed the dollar. So hobos. I'm glad you said something. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) I mean, I'm glad I said something because the dollar was in the opposite direction of me. Yeah. So it caused him to run away. So. That was that was an interesting uh, experience. The other day we were talking about my favorite TV show in the world, and you were trying to reference it, and you oh. said, "Are you going to watch Manly Man?" I thought you said, I thought I said Million Man. I thought you said Manly Man. No, you said Million Man. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Manly Man. Well, no. Manly Man would definitely work if you've seen Stone Cold Steve, or not Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Six Million Dollar Man. You would see that he is the manliest of man. Uh, last episode, uh, he was... Uh, that conversation <laughs> makes more sense now. <laughs> uh, I was very upset because I was going to bed early. And Six Million Dollar Man doesn't come on till midnight here. Yeah. And um, they had... It, it was the start of a great episode. I'm going to have to find out what this episode was. Uh, there was a radar and there was something moving at 30,000 miles per hour. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> that's that's the entire Earth in like less than one hour, right? What? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, they they de- dispatched a bunch of planes to go see it. And by the time the guys got there, it blew by them so fast they couldn't see it. <laughs> and so, of course, they had to get Steve Austin involved. So they called oh. him up and it was like 3 a.m. And Steve Austin picked up the phone with no shirt on. <laughs> it was amazing. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Double. Um, I found a lot of trash this week. I'm very excited about the trash because uh, it was actually good garbage this week, not just a bunch of junk. Um, so I found a puzzle, which we are going to put in the mail and it's going to go to mama. I don't think she's going to hear this in time. Well, maybe she will. Whatever. It's not. A, it's still a surprise, right? Uh. She doesn't know what the puzzles of. It's a very good puzzle. I'm, I'm excited for that one. I found a Nordicware orange plastic mixing bowl slash salad bowl, which I am super excited about because it's orange. And it's plastic and it was in excellent shape and yeah. it's actually a very nice plastic bowl. It's cute. I found something that you didn't even know I found. I found a Creative Zen Nomad Extra, which is like what an is iPod. That? It's like an iPod alternative from like 2003, I think. Okay. I think the batteries are dead. I, I, I would need to charge it. But it's it's like a weird off-brand iPod. It's a Creative Zen one. They they these were popular at the time, but I see. I, I'm very it excited. Looks for it. It's, it looks neat. It looks sturdy. It's super. It's funny because you could looking at this versus. Wait, I'm going to grab it over here. Looking at this versus the iPod, which this came out just a little bit later, you can see why. Wow. Like the design of it is just so junky compared to the the i the iPod one. 
you can see the the amount of actual design work that they put in yeah. is just anyway i'm very excited because i want to goof with it um i found oh wait give me a second i gotta reach back here <laughs> a can of Rotel Chili, which was in the free pile, the free store. I checked the date. It's still good. Okay. <laughs> so Rotel Chili is, uh, it's basically just green chilies and diced tomatoes. So you can actually use it in, if we ever, you know, this would be excellent for, is if I make ground beef tacos. This is like yeah. the exact kind of thing you need for that. I was excited to find it um, because I never buy it because I would never buy it, but I would like to eat it, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes and, sense. And uh, I found a book. I found The Cuckoo's Egg by Richard Stoll, which is weird because I knew the story of... Is it Stoll? Clifford. Clifford, not Richard. Clifford Stoll. Uh, it's weird because I knew exactly what it was when I picked it up. It's a book about yeah. a hacker in the 80s uh, breaking into Berkeley, USC Berkeley, their computer lab, and using that as an access point to, to steal military secrets. And it's a real story. Um, really? Yeah, and I had no idea. I have no idea why I know the story of what happened. So wow, but I do already. But it's it's actually an interesting read. It's it's very light. It's uh, kind of a, a historical, not fiction. I, I keep wanting to say historical fiction, but it's like a narrative of what happened. But yeah. you can tell that he made up some some of the stylized. There you go, a stylized. Like some of the things people say, you can tell they didn't say that. They didn't actually in real life. say yeah. that. <laughs> um, and, oh, the last thing that I found, which I did not bring home, but I very much should have. Okay. I was looking in the junk pile of one of the condos the other night, and there was a chair, a very fancy chair. And I was like, I know that chair is probably very expensive. And I went and looked, and it was a red leather Knoll brand chair. Knoll oh, is, wow. You know who Knoll is. Knoll is a very nice office furniture company primarily, but they do make some very high-end stuff. Very nice leather chair, but the leather was just beat. It was like, had holes in it, and they had put tape on it. And I was like, man, Adi would kill me if I bring home this beat up <laughs> this beat up chair. No, but I... it, it was like a swivel leather chair. Yeah. And I got home, and I looked it up, and the only one I could find like it on eBay sold for $750, although oh, it was wow. in good condition. But yeah. still, I was Not like... Not the mess. Yeah, but I was like, I could have I put new leather on that. Oh. I could have, but whatever. We got enough chairs. We have too many chairs already. So, whatever. Missed out. So, this is the last part of the show. It's the recipe time. Um, I have been eating mostly gluten-free because my stomach problems, they have no idea really what's causing it still. Um, Gluten might be one of the problems. We'll see. Potentially. Uh, So, I've been eating a lot of rice and chicken. And so, for dinner tonight, uh, I'm going to be making stuffed cabbage, like Polish-style stuffed cabbage. Do you like that or no? Um, you know, in tomato sauce, so. you don't like that. I don't. I don't think you do. I think we've had them before. Stuffed cabbage. Like, remember, we'll go to the Polish, uh, the Polish place that's not like a restaurant. It's like a pickup place, yeah. and I'll get a stuffed cabbage, and you don't like it then. No, I, I mean, but homemade's different. Okay, we'll try it. Maybe it'll be good. Like semi Mexican. I'll, I'll put some Polish cabbage. I'll put some of the goya adobo in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's it. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. <laughs>